Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. Well, let's see if we can take that to-do list, that honey-do list that you've put together. Give us a ring at one 767 4348 If it has to do with your house, home, castle, or cabin, we'll put our home building and remodeling experience to work for you and help you get that job done. Quick question for you. Yes, ma'am. Uh, caller couldn't hold. He's working on putting the molding back on his cabinets oh, and okay. ask for a glue that you would recommend. Oh, okay. well, why'd they come off to begin with? Well, I didn't ask him that. Well, that's one good question. Well, one of the things we've used for years in that application, I love just a little glue gun, just a hot glue gun. Uh, and I'll just reach up to where the cabinet frame, I'm thinking crown molding is what he's trying to install. I'll just reach up to the joint where the cabinet meets the ceiling and I'll just put little very small dabs of hot glue uh, about every three or four feet and then I'll set the piece in place and with hot glue you have just a minute about uh, about five seconds to kind of position it and get it just right but I have to tell you when it comes to glues I can't talk about adhesive Without this new discovery I've made just in the last month, cyanoacrylate glue. It's called CA glue. And he may not want to use it, but homeowners, you need to know about it. And I bought mine at Rockler Woodworking. It's a two-part component. It's a liquid squeeze bottle, and then there's an activator spray bottle. And I took a one-by-two to my chop box my miter box and i cut a 45 miter in it i put a little bit of the liquid on one end of the miter sprayed the activator on the other end and if when you bring those two things together those two pieces that you're trying to bind if you don't bring them together exactly in the position you want them forever You'll be start over. You'll, 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 you won't be able to start over. Well, I mean, by cut, cut a fresh piece. And when <laughs> Romy, this glue is unbelievable. When you put the liquid and the activator on two separate pieces and join them in three seconds, you cannot take them apart. <laughs> well, you talked about it ab- now. It's oh. absolutely um, CA glue. I found mine at Rockler's and I have found a hundred uses for it, but for this guy, um. Uh, a little hot glue, little little dabs, and then you get up there with a pin nailer and and tighten it up and pin it in place. Can but, you spell that? Just the initial C A. Just C A glue. Yeah, it's cyanoacrylate glue. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, whenever you talk about something that much, we usually get requests for it. So maybe it's a uh, candidate for the e-commerce store. But speaking of the e-commerce store, I have a guest with us today. Mr. Joe Alfrey of Simple Sense. Yes. And, and Simple Sense is a weak um, <laughs> water and leak detector uh, f- for your home. So how are you this morning, Mr. Joe? I am doing wonderful. How are you all doing? Really good. Really good. We're talking to Joe from Oceanside, California. Is it a pretty day there? It is beautiful. It's, uh, it's a perfect day. We had a little bit of heat uh, a couple of days ago, but it's, it is beautiful and sunny today. 
I think Jennifer originally found this at the hardware show maybe a year or two ago as something some of our, primarily our snowbirds, who come home uh, in, in uh, the fall and find they've had a water leak. Or they get a call uh, in Bemidji, Minnesota, that their home in Sun City has water running out the front door. What do you do with it? So Jennifer found this product, and it detects water leaks. What does it do once it's detected it? So it does a couple of things. And one thing to point out as well, it's um, not just a, a water leak detector. It's also a freeze detector because you can have water damage from burst pipes. Um, so just uh, there's added functionality there. Um, the way that it works is, and, and just a couple of things, I mean, water damage is a, is a pretty severe problem. Um, 37% of U.S. homeowners are going to experience losses from water damage annually. And the average damage is $11,000. It's the third um, highest uh, financial loss. Uh, in the homes. So it's, it's, it's a pretty severe problem. And, um, you know, most people have smoke detectors, most people have CO2 detectors, but only 18% of households have any type of water leak detection system. So, um, Joe, I'd like to talk about how easy it is to use. And and so people are thinking, wow, how do I, how do I detect this? Um, And you, Rosie, you mentioned snowbirds. This is good for your home here and for your home elsewhere. It looks like a little mouse. It's a little mouse thing you put maybe under a computer mouse, not an animal mouse. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a digital native, but you know. Um, so anyway, yeah, you put this little con- this little device under your drain or beside your water heater or under your sinks, and then it um, coincides with an app on your phone. And I'm not kidding exactly. you. Exactly. It is so easy to connect. Yeah, it, it, it's super easy to use. Um, it, it utilizes your existing Wi-Fi, so there's no additional equipment required. Um, you simply download our mobile application. And set this up, and then we have people setting these up in. You know, I've seen people set up five of these in four to five minutes. It's uh, really easy. The great thing is, you can have an unlimited number of sensors and an unlimited number of contact notifications. Meaning, let's say you do have a vacation home and you're you're not close to the property, and a, and a water leak is detected. You could have one of your neighbors at your near your vacation home as one of your contacts. And they would be able to help you uh, remedy the situation. And so okay. super easy to set up, super simple to use. They're small. They fit into just about every spot imaginable um, and provides great value. This it's is just one. It's just um, – go ahead. This is really cheap insurance. It is. And it's just and, a one-time cost. There's no uh, yeah. There's no membership fee. There's no account fee. You just It's just between you and your phone. And the really cool thing is, too, I'll get a little notice. Hey, your Wi-Fi's out. Hey, your Wi-Fi's back on. So I know it during that time, you know, if that you, it's unprotected. If you can catch a water leak early, that's critical, hugely mm-hmm. critical. And, Joe, we actually had a caller last week, a, a woman who had called a company to come out and check her air conditioning unit. And it's a company that does air conditioning and plumbing. And while he was mm-hmm. there, he's like, your water heater's about to uh, fail and was trying to sell her one for $1,500. Now, the price is probably fairly competitive um but the point was he was trying to make an additional sale and the water heater was still working fine and we said you know you could get a simple sense for less than 50 bucks install it and then just ride the water heater out till it does break exactly exactly you you know damage from water heaters the average 
cost is about $6,000 if, if you do have a water heater failure. Um, so for, you're exactly right. For just under $50, it did provide some, some really good insurance and peace of mind. And I know this is really designed for the do-it-yourselfer and uh, aftermarket, but I see y'all you know, developing this and actually having a shutoff valve that you could activate done on the install for new builds. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And we're looking into those types of technologies where, um, you know, they communicate with valves to shut off water mains so that uh, uh, if you're not around, you can automatically shut off the water and prevent any further damage. And we have a new generation coming up this summer. You want to tell us a little bit about that, Joe? Exactly. So it has the same capabilities, but what we've done is we've added um, an extension. It's a three-foot sensing cord that um, attaches to the sensor device, um, which would allow you to wrap it all the way around your water heater or, or a, a greater area underneath your sink. And we're going to be launching that um, in the July-August timeframe. Um, and uh, we also have a, a Kickstarter, not a Kickstarter, I'm sorry, an Indiegogo campaign going to help us uh, increase production capacity for this new product. So um, if anybody's interested in that as well, that would be, would be wonderful. Well, we were really impressed with the affordability of the product and, mm-hmm. the, and the simple ease of installation. And we installed it at one of our rental properties and the accuracy of it and the ease of, of use. So, And I like that there's no subscription fees. So many things with technology, <laughs> they try and get you on these subscription mm-hmm. fees, and, but y'all don't. Exactly. Yeah, it's just a one-time cost, and um, for the most part, it's you, you place it and you forget about it until uh, until you need to know about it. And it's Simple Sense, spelled S-E-N-C-E. It is the product of the month at the Rosie on the House e-store. Uh, I think you homeowners ought to seriously consider it. It is the cheapest insurance on detecting a water leak early, quick, and be able to do something about it before it causes Uh, a lot of damage, and wreaks a lot of havoc. Thank you, Joe, for joining us this morning. Hey, thank you all. You have a great day. You too. All right, 1-888-767-4348. That's 1-888-ROSIE for you. Every line is full, and we will start screening them now and get you on air just as fast as we can. We appreciate uh, y'all joining the conversation. 1-888-767-4348, one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight, and there is no auto attendant anymore. That's right. You just dial the number and get right in. Absolutely. So we'll be back with your calls right after this. Here comes Peter Cottontail, hopping down the bunny trail, a hippity hopping Easter's on its way. Ah, Easter. It's like, why are we talking about a bunny? What's the connection? I knew there had to be one. Happy Easter weekend as we get to Patrick and Scottsdale wants to talk about countertops. One triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight Rosie for you as we clear a call. It's your opportunity to get on the line. Yes, sir. Yeah, good morning. Uh, we, we put in uh, some new quartz countertops about a year ago, and uh, we're finding that it's uh, some discoloration around the uh, the sink area. And they seem to, if uh, if we drop uh, something like red wine on it, if we don't wipe it up right away, it stains. So is this unusual? How do we prevent it? And how do we uh, return the, uh, uh, how do we eliminate the discoloration? Well, um, so much of it depends on the actual product the counter's made of. 
um, and and you you're confident it is a quartz aggregate as opposed to quartzite, the actual real stone. I believe that I believe it's aggregate. You think it's aggregate, but I don't know for sure. Okay, well, it's a little unusual. Uh, one of the things that we promote about quartz is that it is so color fast and it is so resistant to staining. Have you reached out to the contractor who installed it or the supplier where the product came from and asked him to take a look uh, at the situation? No, uh, we have not yet. We've just kind of noticed that the last couple of uh, months. So, okay. Um, so, no, we haven't done that. Okay. Well, Patrick, that would be the first thing I would do. Let's find out what the product is. There's probably 30 or 40 different brands of quartz uh, or, or quartz type uh, man-made surfaces that it could be made out of. Let's find out what it is. Let's see what their manufacturer maintenance uh, schedule is. White wine uh, is is kind of like the enemy of most countertops. It is the one uh, that uh, will will etch and stain uh, the 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 most different types of products. Uh, but let let's start there. Let's find out what it is. And, and go from there. Call call who installed it for you, and let's find the supplier and uh, take it from there. Because really, on the topic of countertops, we're asked all the time, what is the product of choice? And, and quartz, we're, for every natural stone top we're doing right now, we'll do nine quartz tops. And it's simply because they're permanently sealed uh you can hardly harm them at all uh they are so low maintenance and the and the grain patterns have become so authentic that for the untrained eye you almost mistake it you can easily mistake it for a polished stone piece so quartz is by far and away the number one most popular countertop we're installing in kitchens at all levels, the good level, the better level, the best, and the luxury level, it uh, it it's the predominant material choice. And along for a long time, Dupont was really kind of ha- had that market hold. And I don't know if they still may or still may not. But don't y'all use Cambria now? A lot of Cambrias. All, a lot of Cambria. All mined out of uh, their own quarry that they ha- own in Canada and. They have a beautiful showroom on I-10, somewhere like around 60. Yeah, it might it's be a, farther west than it's that. It's a good product. Family-owned operation, uh, like quarried in Canada, but manufactured uh, in Minneapolis uh, and shipped here. Uh, we use a lot of Cambria. That, that is one of the brands that we, we see a lot of, absolutely. Hey, I said I would get to this F-stop conversation that uh, apparently a couple of people have been waiting on. Uh, and it's the efflorescence. It's that uh, fuzz that you get on your concrete and on your masonry, particularly in Arizona, after a moisture event. And it's, it's salt. It's minerals that are coming out of the masonry or concrete product. You know, we don't call this a Salt River Valley for no reason. If you would just start a hike up the Salt River bed past Lake Roosevelt, as you get onto the White Mountain Apache 
Indian Reservation, just at the foot of Sombrero Peak, there is what historically there was a fairly significant salt deposit, salt mine. And that salt is very rich, not only in the water that comes down the Salt River, but in the hundreds of years of that salt rinsing over the what's now the dry Salt River bottom, all that salt was sitting in the sand and the aggregates that we make concrete, cement, and block out of. And salt was used for food storage Absolutely. by the Army for years. That, those salt locations were actually on U.S. Army maps as, so as a source to go and preserving food as they're Absolutely. out on the— you know, so controlling their when, when un, I, when, uninhabited southwest. When our masonry products get wet and then the sun comes out, that moisture migrates to whatever's the warmest, driest surface. So those south-facing masonry walls, uh, concrete slabs that are exposed to the south, as those dry, the other moisture that's left in the block or in the slab migrates to that position. As that moisture migrates to that position and evaporates, it leaves whatever deposits it's carrying on the surface. And that looks like kind of a white powdery mold. Uh, we call it efflorescence and it is primarily salt deposits. You can, you can rinse it off, hose it off, pressure wash it off. Be careful about not pressure washing too hard. You don't want to be pressure washing your mortar joints in a block wall. You can uh, rinse it with vinegar. And if it's a painted surface, there's actually paint manufacturers that make paint products. Uh, A manufacturer right here in town by the name of Dunn Edwards uh, that's been prominent paint provider in the Valley and in Arizona for years has a product that's called F stop EFF stop it does a fabulous job of use that as the primer and use a good acrylic exterior paint over the top of that and it will solve the problem on painted surfaces on unpainted surfaces I'm going to tell you the best solution is eliminate whatever is the source of moisture if it's an irrigation system if it's a neighbor I'm going to start taking pictures down Thunderbird there's a wall there where they've got the yard so high above the the uh, dually fence that the entire dually fence for like 200 feet is about ready. It's going to come down any day because it just effloresced to the point where it's rotten. She's coming down. Oh, this morning at the studio looked like a Sanderson Ford sales lot. <laughs> Even our guest, uh, Kevin Rogers. I don't know where to attribute him to the, the Arizona Farm Bureau, the Arizona Cotton Growers, the Arizona Port Council, the Maricopa County Fairgrounds that Commission. Truck, that truck looked like it had about four and a half miles on it. He said he just <laughs> picked it up this week. It was that, not kind of like a cream white four-door it F. beautiful. I don't know if it was a 150, 250, or 350. We didn't get a chance to talk about it, but I saw him pull up, and he mentioned he had just been at Sanderson this week, because you know... Farm Bureau members get a $500 discount at Sanderson Ford. And a Farm Bureau certificate for homeowners or membership is only 60 bucks a year. There you go. That, that alone is worth joining. 
They also give a really great first responder discount. Jordan just got approved for that. We went last week, and our time there was so informative, educational, no pressure. They even gave us their personal phone number and have updated us quite a few times just since last week on on possible trade-ins for Jordan's uh, y'all, Trudy. <laughs> y'all have one car in particular you're looking for. The Ford Ranger. And 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 you're not in a particular hurry. You've got to – we don't want to take – Trudy to Washington D.C. and drive the Beltway with that monster, or try and find a place to park her. Oh, try and find <laughs> that a place eight-foot to bed park her. is oh, hard enough to God. park here. So y'all are going to end up in a Ranger, and Sanderson Ford's working with you. And I appreciate how they treat all of our friends, like Kevin and Carol, all of our friends and family, and you as well. Get to Sanderson Ford, Fifty First Avenue, South of Glendale, open six days a week, Monday through Saturday, the most award-winning Ford dealership in America. Continuing on with our callers at one 767 4348 That's 1-888-ROSIE for you. Jennifer had mentioned last hour there seems to be a little bit of grumpiness in people that we haven't previously experienced. And somebody was grumping that we were bad-mouthing plumbers, and I, we didn't. We said somebody was trying to upsell a homeowner. That does happen. Nobody ever said plumbers were bad. That's that's true. But you know what? Miss Stephanie, our caller, is not grumpy. She was very nice to talk to. Wonderful. Let's get right to her. Stephanie, welcome to the program. Good morning. And just to follow up on what you said, all my friends now, when they say, do you, do you know a guy? Do you have a guy that does this? I said, yep. Go to Rosie on the House online and you will get the best recommendations. We have used that and we are, we are grateful for it because we always get really good people uh, off your uh, site there. So thank you for that. Well, we now, we, we really try hard. We really do. There's a lot of effort that goes into that referral directory. Do I, well, can I, I can tell. get your permission for Gary to turn that into next week's promo, Stephanie? <laughs> Absolutely. I was going to do it anyway without permission. You know me. <laughs> so what? It's is- funny because I actually just did that. We have a friend down in Scottsdale, and they said, "Well, do you have a guy for this?" And I just did this last week. Yeah, call, go on, Rosie on the house. It was so funny, but uh, yeah. What are we okay, trying so to tackle? I have, yeah. stu- I have the stupid question of the week, and I'm sorry. No. Okay. So I was telling Jennifer, we bought our house in 1978, and it has copper plumbing. Well, dumb me. I thought that lasted forever, but evidently it doesn't last forever. And we actually had, um, I guess you call it a slab leak, the pipe in the slab. And we didn't discover it for quite a while. Oh, we won't go into those reasons. Okay. Because they involve husbands who don't listen to you, but that's okay. I I eventually (laughs) uh, convinced him when I walked in the back bedroom and my feet were burning from the the tile floor. It was so hot. Dead giveaway. Because all the hot water was there. Dead giveaway. So at any rate. Yep. So my question was, I, I now realize that the copper isn't going to last forever, and if we've had one leak, we're more than likely we'll have another so I was interested in the leak detectors that you were talking about, but I don't quite understand like how I could have detected this type of leak with, with that product. Well, could I? That, you, you were listening very close and you're very astute. This is a device that sits on top of the slab either or in a cabinet right uh, underneath a, uh, the garbage disposal or right next to the dishwasher or by the washing machine or by the water heater. It's about the size of a mouse that you use it with your computer. And when water is evident on the surface of the floor, 
It alerts you through a phone app. Hey, I'm sensing water in the water heater room. It would not, it would not detect a subsurface leak like you had. Now, your assumption that copper lasts forever is really close to being accurate. Um, the hot water line generally will be more problematic than the cold water line uh, because you're thermally changing the dimension of that pipe every time you send hot and then it cools off and hot. And in the 70s, we weren't quite as careful as we are today about making sure there's no concrete aggregate right up against that copper pipe because as water flows through it, it does vibrate a bit. And if you've got a piece of ABC aggregate or a piece of concrete aggregate up against that, uh, you're going to wear a tiny little hole in it. Your 50-year-old copper should be good for another 30, 40, 50 years. That one little pinhole leak you got, it's probably safe to assume is going to be the only one you have to worry about. I wouldn't spend a lot of money doing preventative maintenance on 50-year-old copper, even if I did have one pinhole leak. There are technologies that we can go in and line those um, and, and send cameras and take a look, but you're, you're really talking about a lot of money. And um, I, I would sit tight, uh, Miss Stephanie, and see if uh, in the next, y- y'all going to be there for a while? Well, I don't know. I'm pretty old. I think my use-by date's going to come up before the <laughs> copper wears out from the sounds of it. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, I hope this puts your mind at ease. I, uh, though It's not unusual to develop a pinhole leak in 50-year-old copper in homes in Scottsdale that were built in the 70s. Not unusual. But we've repaired a lot of those 30 years ago that we've never had to go back and ever visit with again. Fabulous. Thank you. Okay, Miss Stephanie, thank you for all the kind words about the referral network. We're, we we kind of been on water uh, in a roundabout way most of this hour, which really is one of our, our primary topics of the hour is water safety. And with temperatures hitting what it's hitting now, I know Chloe and Charlotte are going to hit the pool this week. Well, I think it, it was a couple weeks ago they jumped in. They've already mm-hmm. hit the water. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so water safety. We cover it once a year. Um, it's a very hard topic, but it has to be spoken out loud because it, the number one breakdown in child drownings and adult drownings is lack of um, supervision. So if you're an adult, you should never swim alone. And if you're children, of course, that plus there's many layers you can do to protect your kids. Um, and, you know, every single summer here, we, we start a countdown. And um, so we just have to remind people. Don't take it for granted that somebody else is watching. Keep the supervision going. It's the number number one leading cause of death in children under four is drowning. Mm. And so for, the, for the pool, you know, every, every um, community, every municipality has rules for the barrier part of protection. That means the gate uh, and the fencing around your pool. So make sure that you're compliant. They need to be five foot tall. The gates need to be self-closing and self-latching. And... Uh, you know, so that's that's a big part of it is that barrier, but nothing replaces supervision. And, you know, a lot of people think that if they put wings on their kids, those little floaty wings or give them a floaty toy, that that toy, that that's protection. But it's not. Those and are just as dangerous. Not, certainly not supervision. No. And 
kids gain a lot of confidence when they put those on and they don't realize maybe they forget they don't have them on and they might jump in. So I'm going to be posting it here on all of our social media platforms here in a minute, but there, the srp.net.com has a cool badge that you print out and laminate and the person designated for watching the pool has to be wearing it, physically holding it as a reminder that, Hey, you're in charge of the pool right now. And if you're the one wearing that badge, that means no phone, no magazine, no book, nothing. Your eyes are glued to that pool. And, um, we came up with a, Susan does our articles and she found another piece of information I thought was very interesting. I hadn't really heard it emphasized before, but be careful about the color of um, swimsuit you choose for your children. Blue and green disappear into the, in, out of view when they're in the water. The pool so, water. Yeah, in the yeah. pool water. So if you pick something like something neon or orange, you know, those kind of colors are much better. Well, that was not anything I would have ever thought about. I know. That's really, um, there's a, in, in our article, which is very comprehensive. Good catch. Um, you can see she posted pictures. She sent us a picture of all the different ways the different um, suits and the different colors look. And you really, the, the blues and greens do disappear. Yeah, I would see about that. And obviously with safety, you never want to be too over safe. But a bathing suit covers what percent of your body? <laughs> well, <laughs> You should still be able to see your kid. But but the orange, you know, would flash. You know, you'd really be able to see that quicker. Um, and to have the long hair tied and be careful about the kind of drains. I mean, it goes on and on. But the article we posted this week is very, very helpful. It's on Facebook. It's on our. It's in your newsletter. It's on our website. Um, just can't say it enough. How to hashtag water safety. Brought to you by Rosie on the House. Because we are concerned about you your family, your home, and your house. And if you'd like to visit about any of those, we still have time to sneak you in. one 767 The number is also one rosie for you R-O-S-I-E, the number four, and the letter U. one rosie for you Put you right in touch with us. Find out what you'd like to talk about. We'll put our experience to work for you as best we can to try and get whatever answer it is you're looking for. Whether it's a trick of the trade or a product name um, or a little workmanship trick that we've learned along the way uh, or whether it's a referral. Maybe you're halfway through a project and you've decided, okay, I've DIY'd this about as far as I'm going to or or maybe you've decided he is as far along in this DIY project as you're going to allow, and you would just like to get it finished. <laughs> uh, we, we take a lot of those phone calls. How do we get this done? We had someone write in this week and said, I have loved all of your DIY tips. I've listened to you for years, but I'm getting older. It's time for me to start using the referral network. So he was just talking about how we've been through with him through every stage of life. I was on a public mode of transportation. About two years ago. It was it was shortly after the accident. And Romy, the two guys in front of me uh, didn't know who I was. Uh, and they were talking about how much they hated the Rosie on the House radio program. And they said, yeah, my wife listens to it every week. And it's always got some list of things I've got to do <laughs> at the end of the show. I hate that show. I couldn't resist introducing myself before they got up. It was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> Well, if you did those things on a regular <laughs> basis, like we cover once a week, you wouldn't have a big long list, baby, perhaps. I hate being hated by anybody. We work hard to be seven million people's best friend. We work really That's a hard. big promise. That's a big promise. 
You in the house, home buying market? The house of doors went up for sale for $10 million. It's a 7,000-square-foot home that took 12 years to build. Uh, storefront glass door f- for the, the entrance. Four pivoting glass walls. A 65-glass uh, bridge that leads to two guest suites. The shower has a pivoting shower wall that opens up to a private courtyard. I think the person just got tired of their glass cleaning bill. Yeah, I, I would imagine that homeowner got really tired of their glass cleaning bill. That's for sure. In your Easter bonnet, with all well, I have to hand it to you, Gary. We made it through this whole broadcast, and I was really expecting an intro song somewhere along the way to be from Monty Python and the Holy Grail, <laughs> where the nut or the monks are walking through, hitting their heads in the tablet. Oh, yeah, I thought for sure Gary's going to pull that one on the. That's broadcast. a visual, and and you know what? Uh, oh gosh, John Cleese from the Monty Python and his daughter are doing a show in Scottsdale this week, and I'm itching to go see this. Somebody yeah, who fun. went. Somebody told me they saw them. Yeah, they did a second show. Um, in the office? Yeah. I don't know. I don't it know. might have been someone out at Pella. Wasn't me. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I talked to somebody this week said they went there, and it was interesting. It's it's not a comedy, but it's more like a life history. Yeah, yeah. That's the kind of show I'd like to see. John, John Cleese and Monty Python it still kills me every time I see him. <laughs> well, what are our takeaways from the three-hour program today? We talked this morning, starting with Arizona Farm Bureau. Pork, 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 how big an industry it is, how smart that animal is, and how clean they really are. And if you are looking for the Maricopa County Fair, you have to go to Casa Grande because it's being held at the Pinal County Fairgrounds. It is just um, it's to the east of I-10 as you're, as you're going into Casa Grande. And they start all week long. They'll be exhibiting a different animal. And then next Saturday will be the virtual uh, sale. So did I understand it's not open to the public, just immediate the, the family? The auction. The auction is not open to the public. But oh. the fair has been moved there okay. so it can be open to the public. Right. Okay. So look up Maricopa County Fair and you'll get all the new information on that. So back to having a fair. How about that? State <laughs> fair. Love Fried it. Fried cheese. Fried Oreos. Pickles. Fried pickles. <laughs> Fried pickles. Told you. More food. Right. More food. <laughs> In the 9 o'clock era, we talked about places located throughout the great state of Arizona. And we've been promoting travel within Arizona for a lot of years with what we call the Arizona Staycation. And, boy, that has really caught on. Y'all are logging onto the website regularly. We're seeing more and more entries constantly. Um now, let me give you a little clue. We pick a winner once a month. And when we pick the winner, we empty the basket. So you can enter once a month, okay, uh, and win any one of a number of great places. But as now, you're traveling, we'll only let you win once a year. So if you won it last month, we're going to weed you out if you enter between now and next March. When we pull a name, we do check it to see. Had you won in the last 12 months? If and you have, we go to the next name. Our drawings are always on the 15th of the month coming up. Uh, so be- before April 15th, if you enter, the destination will be Prescott. Hot diggity dog. Always a lot of fun in Prescott. Lots to do in Prescott. And it'll be a really pretty time 
all, 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 most of the foliage will be back, uh, but yet you're still way ahead of, uh, you know, the temperatures will probably still be under 80. It'd be nice. Be I really want to nice. go waterboarding on Lake Watson. There you go. Uh, I've never done it, but uh, just getting out on the water with a life jacket on because we yeah, talked about right. water safety. That's right. And, a, and an orange swimsuit. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Do you mean paddle boarding? I'm sorry. You're right. Paddle boarding. I was going to say, didn't, didn't somebody get in trouble for waterboarding? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can waterboard you. I was like, you. this is getting we, dark. We can waterboard you at the office. You don't need to go to Watson Lake for that. If it gets up to 110, that might be a good thing. Yeah, that'd be okay. We talked in the 9 o'clock hour about places of worship located throughout the great state of Arizona. I hope you all got a copy of our, our blog uh, newsletter that lists it, it lists about 15 or 20 different places that uh, are either historically significant or architecturally significant within the great state of Arizona. It would make a great bucket list for you to put together to give you a reason to get out and enjoy Arizona. And one of the most spectacular ones on there is the most recently built just within the last five years. It was completed less than that, I think. But the uh, the architect for that, Chauncey Meyer, we need to drag him in because we've been working with uh, Don Ryden on doing a program on ceilings. That's right. Instead of just flat, uh, drywall. Great ceilings of Arizona. You know, orange peel texture top but something to bring life to your ceiling what can you do and we're gathering all this collection of of incredible ceilings that are open to the public you can go see one of them being this mary undoer of not shrine uh, up on mount graham i seem to remember the, the miners church mount in jerome? mount limit mount limit oh mount limit the miners Sorry. church in jerome arizona has has a very unique ceiling Okay, there's one that can, we can add to the list. Mm-hmm. One, of, one of the ongoing developing topics we're working on here at Rosie on the House. And if you have a topic you'd like us to grab hold of, don't ever hesitate to reach out to us at info at rosieonthehouse.com and let us know what it is you're trying to tackle. We try and stay ahead of the topics uh, a good bit by putting that annual calendar homeowner's manual together for all of you. That drives the topics ahead of time, but we've always left enough time to handle a current event or a current issue that may pop up at any particular time. And we're always here for you. It's been our mission since day one, over 32 years ago, to get here, do a show that answers your questions about home ownership, home maintenance, and home repair in a way, not that you get the impression we're know-it-alls, but in a way that you get the impression we are your best friend. Home prices hit a 15-year high in all markets in the country. Phoenix came in at the number one for 15.8%. The closest behind that was San Diego at 14.2%. Funny thing is, a lot of that Phoenix is being driven by people coming from San Diego and California. It's incredible. Welcome to the state of Arizona. It's Rosie on the House with you every Saturday morning. We'll be here 8 o'clock sharp next week. Until then, rosieonthehouse.com.